Hello, dog. <laughs> hey there, Karen. <laughs> so, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? She means it. She's really doing great. <laughs> Feeling very little pain right now. I'm fine, but uh, I don't really have any chemical aids or any substances helping me out. You, um, it's been a while. It's been a it's while been, since it's I've been done a while this. For you. It's yeah. been a hot minute since I've done this. So, from a day job, I did a wine tasting last week. And, um, well, one, one of my day jobs. And so I have all of this wine in my house. And so I was like, I'm going to have a glass of wine. And there was this, like, this one wine that is like water. It's actually really good. And you can just, and I just like drank a little too much of it. A little. A little. So I'm a little tipsy, but that's probably better to recap this Melrose Place episode. Yeah, I think we might get a uh, more fruitful conversation flowing quite quite possibly so um here we go with season seven episode i have no idea i think it's nine jesus so technically it's for me episode two from how i was watching it but i think it is officially 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 um season seven episode nine did you just pour more wine no i'm pouring water oh (laughs) No, I'm pouring water so that I can sober up. <laughs> My teeth are numb. <laughs> Great. This could be real fun real quick. Um, let's see what the water does. So, yes, season seven, episode nine, Where the Hookers Grow. Where the Hookers Grow. We get some new backstory on someone coming up. Do you feel like, okay, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Mm, it's going to be a fun ride. Yeah, okay, let's... I'm going to start unless you have something to say at the outset. I have nothing to add right now. Okay, we'll get to it. And I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, where did we leave off last week? Amanda had just shot Peter because he broke into her apartment. (laughs) So so stupid. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is going to be fun. (laughs) Go ahead. Um... So they're carrying Peter down in a stretcher from Amanda's apartment, and the cops are questioning Amanda. Um, Amanda is down on the ground and upstairs. Kyle is with Ryan. Remember Ryan, the new brother that we didn't know about, Amanda didn't even know about, who came home just in time to meet Amanda as she had shot an intruder named Peter? He's now, so, like, truly inserted himself into the... Oh, it, oh yeah. yeah, has he ever, yeah. yeah. So Kyle and Ryan are in the apartment with another cop, um, and... And so then he sees that they're walking Amanda down because she's going to have to go down to the station to make a full statement. Um, and Kyle also sees the, the diary. Remember Matt's diary on the yes. floor? First of all, let me just say, remember Matt, because this episode does not. Matt has now been dead for one week. And we talk about the diary a few times. We have already stopped mourning Matt. We have moved on. Well, I will say, considering the obsession over the diary that happened last episode, the diary really isn't in it that much this episode. No, there's more. No, it's really, we, we kind of lean on only for one story. Yeah. Um, and even then, it's yeah. sort of, it's kind of a weak hanging. Yeah. Um, and then we're at the hospital. So Michael has, I guess, been informed about Peter. Um and he comes into the OR. You yes. know, whenever there are these emergencies, right? Like somebody's shot, somebody's dying, or, you know, whatever, and Michael's at the hospital. Like, he seems like such a confident doctor. Yeah, I think we're right? not supposed to question his actual medical skill. 
It's just his life skill and life choices. <laughs> he makes bad choices. I re- like, I really don't think we've ever had reason to think he is a bad doctor. I know, but I guess it's just like kind of he just he's just a lazy lying cheating louse right. but i don't think he's a, a bad louse. doctor yeah. i know but because he's such a louse right like yeah yeah like i don't want to think he can actually be really good at something right truth be told he's probably a better doctor than peter who has had real problems doctoring in the past yes he has including trying to kill amanda while she was on the operating. Yeah, and then including being unable to operate for all those months after he was in the asylum. Which I guess will do that to anyone. Yeah. That, that's, um, yeah. Okay, so Michael comes in the OR. The therapist, Dr. Visconti, is also there. And he comes over, and Peter, who is, you know, in shock and, and has been administered whatever, confesses to Dr. Visconti that he did the kidnapping. I actually thought this had already come up maybe in one of their therapy sessions and that Dr. Visconti knew, but I guess not because he would have had to report it. Um, so now <laughs> the doctor knows that Peter is the one responsible for the fake kidnapping of Amanda, which is also a crime in that, like, where did Kyle's real money go? Peter got Peter's money back, but Kyle doesn't have any money now because of this kidnapping, right? Well, yeah, but isn't isn't that sort of pile o dough? That's part Kyle's. Like that's some of Kyle's money cuz Peter didn't come up is with that, the whole cool is million. The suit, is the suitcase all of the money the or is the suitcase is just all Peter? the money? I think the suitcase is the pooled money. Okay. So Peter's sitting so, on Kyle's cash. So my next question is these guys that kidnapped Amanda and Farentino who who was in charge of it? None of them actually got money from this whole endeavor. I'm not saying I'm in favor of these guys. I'm just saying what was in it for them. Yeah, I don't know. I can't figure. We I mean, I guess will. the it's I guess the worth. mob boss was paying them, and what was in it for him? I guess because he owed I guess Peter it was a just favor. All a favor because Peter saved his life. Yeah, I don't know. It's all very weird. Yeah. So anyway, uh, now Doctor V knows Peter's secret, and they wheel Peter off to surgery as we go to credits. Um, and then we get this like really great hair metal song when we come back that probably was not the real song in 1998, but we find out something very intriguing. Shirley Jones is going to appear as a guest star <laughs> in this. Academy Award winning actress Shirley Jones is going to be in this episode, to which Alyssa raised a very important question. Is she the first Oscar winner to appear on this show? Ah, and is I she? I am inclined to to say yes i've done no research other than just kind of going through my head i think we may have had emmy winners um valerie harper certainly was ken howard was a future emmy winner uh i'm gonna say no but i'll think it over okay i think shirley jones is the first so we'll we'll get to her meanwhile we go back to gwyneth paltrow i mean peter um who is now in recovery he didn't die guys and he's still got the gwyneth haircut the short Gwyneth haircut, circus sliding doors. Um, so he wakes to see Amanda standing bedside. And of course, she apologizes because, you know, she shot him. And only then does he realize that she is the reason he is in the hospital. Um, and then she does ask what I would have asked, which is, what the hell were you doing in my apartment? What the hell were you doing in my bedroom? Yes. And his story is like, oh, I was in the courtyard and... I heard someone in your apartment, so I went in to investigate. Um, 
And, and I think it was something like I thought. Did, did he say he thought it was the kidnappers returning? Oh, yeah, maybe he did. Which, okay, that helps the story out a little. Um, and she steps out of the room and sees Kyle and Ryan and and she tells them his story. And this is when she finally uh, meets Ryan. And I think she says something like, uh, what you must think of this place or what you must think of things around here or something. And it's like, yeah, just like everyone who's been watching the show. Um <laughs> And, and she says that she's going to stay by Peter for the rest of the day. And Kyle is, like, n- not happy about it, but doesn't say anything. But Brother Ryan is, like, already putting some pieces together. Um, we will eventually get some pieces of Ryan's story as well. And they're just as boring as you can imagine. Um, Jane then comes to the hospital because she has heard about Peter. Um, and she sees Michael and she was unable to reach Michael. So I guess overnight she thought he, Michael was still mad because she confessed that she had slept with this guy, Alex Bastion on their wedding or the night before the wedding. Um, and is relieved to find out that, that he is, that he wasn't out of communique because he was mad about that, but because he was dealing with Peter. But then Michael's like, yeah, I am still mad about this guy. And now uh, I'm going to go out of town to follow Megan because she sent me this suicidal sounding note. Um, And then we cut to Megan. Well, let us note that Michael says something about he has to go to Napa to find her trailer park. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because the next thing, yeah, the next thing I wrote down was like, and then we go to Megan, who is in Napa, and her trailer is a big house. Um, so, yeah, we were. We kind of talked about that last week, I think, where he's like, "I'm going to her trailer park in Napa." I know, and we, we were like, like, "What trailer park?" They have Napa, them? Right? It's not what Napa's known for. Yeah, yeah, no, they don't have them. No, Megan came for money. She Ma- goes home, like at this like practically mansion. Yeah, plantation. Yeah, it is possibly like a national landmark. It's probably a vineyard. Yeah. Yeah, Megan, by the way, has gotten a short haircut. I mean, not like Peter Burns short, but it's shorter. Um, there are horses. There are horses. And, she rides yeah, horses. Yeah, there's horses. And she goes up and she like greets. So here's the deal. We sort of know, but haven't really been told much about her backstory. This changes things a little bit. But either way, she hasn't seen her parents in years. And so she goes to her dad and just sort of like greets him because he's sitting there and he has had a stroke. So he is nonverbal and largely non-communicative he does he's vegetable he's basically vegetative yeah um and he is played by the same actor who played ellen's dad on her sitcom oh okay um and he looked like michael gross he does look like michael gross but he's a little different yeah but it's not and it's not um and then we see shirley jones who is megan lewis's mom um so they greet and it's eh, like sort of awkward, not terrible, but we now need to find out how and why they became estranged. Meanwhile, we go back to Kyle, who is telling Ryan about his continued money problems. Um, Ryan himself worked on Wall Street in and was a finance guy, which will come up later, um, and was apparently like a whistleblower for some wrongdoing at whichever one of like the big firms he was working for. So he like fled the industry and fled town because he can't be there anymore. And now he's going to move into Kyle's old apartment. So isn't that convenient? How convenient! It's furnished um, and everything. Yeah, I mean, but it never it didn't have a ton. It's like just enough to live. But yeah, real convenient. Mm. 
the brother you haven't spoken to in years, and now you have a apartment waiting for you. Uh, and and Ryan can already tell that Kyle hates Peter. Yeah. From there, I think we go back to Megan. Like some of the editing is really weird. Some of the segmenting is is like weird and unbalanced in this episode. But I mean, who cares? Um, and Megan is talking to her mom about how like. She felt like she had to leave because I guess her mom, I don't know if it was her parents then or just the mom, you know, were so uppity and stifling that she like had to like leave and live her own life. Um, and mom had hired a private investigator. So they knew that she was working as a prostitute. And then mom Shirley Jones says that the father had a stroke exactly an hour after the investigator told them the news. So, I was skeptical when I heard that because it was like to the minute an hour after he heard the news, he had a stroke, but that is what Megan currently believes. Cause that is what Megan has been told. Um, and then we get Lexi for the first time. Yeah. I'm so, yeah. You know, I, I really had these high hopes for this new quote unquote new season that were with like when she was trying to befriend Megan and it looked like she had maybe turned a corner, but we're back to diabolical Lexi. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's boring. It is boring. It's, it is, it's lazy. It is. It's lazy writing and it's unfun acting. Like it's not, this is not Sydney versus Jane or Sydney versus Amanda or anyone. I mean like, yeah. And they're making her so unlikable. Yeah, so it's so unlikable and so quickly. Yes. Okay. Um, so, okay, so she comes in with flowers for Peter. Um, and I think this is the same day, but Amanda's in brand new clothes. Anyway, uh, Lexi, and <laughs> she's like immediately harassing Amanda because they're really trying to amp up this rivalry between these two women in particular on the show. Um, and then um, as Lexi enters the room, the doctor is... Dr. Visconti is there, and I guess he has already told Peter what Peter confessed to him um, on his potential deathbed. And and so Lexi walks in as Peter tells Dr. Visconti to keep his mouth shut. So now she knows that the doctor has a secret. She doesn't know what the secret is, but she will spend the next 40 minutes trying to figure out a way to get it out of him. Um, and we're back up in Napa because Michael has come up. He's still looking for the trailer park. Um, and he's parked outside the Lewis estate. Um, and he's like, lady, I'm lost. Can you help me? I'm trying to find a trailer park. And Shirley Jones is like, well, we've never lived in a trailer park. And right then Megan just comes riding on by on, on horseback. Her, thoroughbred, her thoroughbred. Yeah. Fancy ass horse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not a care in the world for a writer of this suicidal note. Um, and then Megan introduces Michael to her mom and she goes, this is my ex-husband and emphasizes that he's a doctor. He's a doctor. <laughs> um, and Megan is like enjoying Michael's surprise at what her background actually is, which great that even after you married him, you never shared any of this with him. Okay. 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 I'm getting ahead of us, but I have to ask this question because there's a very good chance I will forget. Okay. They do not address her lie through this whole episode. No. Michael just sort of accepts that this is really what her background is and we move on. So we've never addressed the fact that she said she's been raised in a trailer park. We we just have to accept 
that she is not who, which, you know, kind of does a disservice to Megan because she's not, she hasn't been a liar. No. And Megan's thing was being fair and truthful. Yeah. With all of these crazy people around. Yeah. Like she was the only honest one. And now they're like, nope, she lies. Yeah. And it's not as extreme as say, after all these years finding out Jane cheated on Michael first before the wedding, (laughs) but it does, it is still like, it does make you, you know, like now we, you know, like retrofit it all. And you're a hypocrite because like, you know, you had problems with Coop for this and Michael for this and whoever for this and blah, 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 blah. And you were also a liar. I mean, you even lied to your husband. Right. Although I kind of feel like she didn't lie. Obviously this is all like, and, and this is the thing. Like, I don't understand. Is this going to come back up in a later episode? Like why? You know, was this even... I was trying to remember because, and we'll get to this, whatever is introduced in this episode is resolved in this episode. I just yeah. don't remember. I don't remember that this comes back during the rest of the season. And I could be they... wrong. It feels like a waste of Shirley Jones too, but yeah. um, no, like, there are several things that could happen or should happen with this storyline in this episode. One of them being that it ends up propelling Michael and Megan back together as a couple. That also doesn't seem to be happening within nope. this episode. Um, nope. So it's kind of pointless. But okay, now we know that um, that Megan has a different background. That Megan comes from money. Okay, fine. Okay. All right. It also, I mean, I guess it's important because it just gets Michael out of L.A. for some of the Jane stuff, but it doesn't really matter that much. Um, okay, so now we're with Ryan, who's talking to Amanda about moving in, and he immediately starts digging for dirt on Peter. Amanda immediately tries to shut it down, and she says something like, well, he compares, like, Kyle's marriage to Taylor and she's like he's in a fresh new marriage I'm like yeah real fresh because you've already tried to get married twice in the last six months um and and so she like kind of hates Ryan and says she's not Taylor um and then Lexi comes in to (sighs) Lexi try like lays it on real thick with Dr. Visconti and says that she needs to know more about Peter because she wants to know more about what's going on with Peter and Amanda because she realizes she still loves Peter. I'm raising and... my hand. Ooh. Oh, ooh, I, ooh, oh, oh I'm ooh, calling on you, ooh, student. Ooh. Okay. Here's the thing. What's it, the thing? What's the one the thing? thing? What's the, the thing? thing? The thing is we're in a completely different like episode in this scene with like this whole sort of like all of the scenes between Lexi and the doctor, like all of a sudden we've, we've ended up in this Hollywood noir. Yeah. We're like Elmore Leonard. Like we're we're like, (laughs) please stop. But but yeah, because they're, they're making, they're not just making Lexi like a fun villain. They're just not making, they're not just making her an obstacle for whoever, whatever protagonist's happiness. Like she's a femme fatale at this point. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, they even, even more psychotic within the episode. I mean, and even down to like, did you notice this with the vertical blinds? Yeah, and yeah. The, they the do this whole thing. It was yeah. like this whole thing, and I was like, whoa. When did we go to like 1940s like Sam Spade Hollywood? Like, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, they definitely think they have like some double indemnity thing going, and they don't. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just they wanted to get do that not. Out. By the I way, listeners, if you, yeah, 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 all that Georgian wine—it's really uh, amping you up. Okay, 
Uh, I think that really covers it for that scene then. When I say um, Georgian wine too, I mean Georgia the country, not Georgia the state. Oh yeah. Well, I, I'm sorry. I intuited that. Oh, okay. Um, very good. Sidebar, there's a really great Georgian, like Georgia the country restaurant just a few blocks away from us and we love it. So um, we'll go back there again soon. And if you're ever in town again, we should all go there. We love it. Oh, I will totally do that. But that's Georgia the state, not Georgia the country. No, 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 no. Georgia the country. Oh, reverse like, Georgia the country. Oh, like Georgia, totally. Georgia. So do they have Georgian wine? Uh, I believe they do. Ooh. So you might have to do a comparison. Yeah, we might have to do a compare contrast. Um, it is spelled C-H-A-M-A-M-A-M-A. So it's either Chama Mama or more likely Chama Mama. Uh, but it's really good. Interesting. Um, yeah, we love it. And now we go back to this episode, which I love less. Yes. Okay. At Kyle's, Jane and Amanda are having dinner, and Jane is telling Amanda about Michael and the truth about her infidelity. And, um, what and a Amanda's, cranky dink. Yeah. And Amanda, <laughs> her take on all of this is well, I have to say, Alex Bastion is huge, <laughs> and I want to get his account. Look, Jane, if you can somehow swing this, you will get 25%. Of the gross. Okay. Which, can we... I'm not even sure how this works, but okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But okay. So we're, I'm assuming Alice Bast- Alex Bastian has been in LA with his big career yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I would think so. So, and this is the first that we've heard of him. Yeah. Even while Jane was doing her fashion thing. Even when Jane was here, even when Jane had her ups and downs and was trying to find inroads and make connections and be independent and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, that means Alex Bastian, who she knew loved her and that she had slept with just six, five, seven, four, how many years ago during those seasons. Yeah. Would probably have been, you know, like one freeway over. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. All of that. By the way, I think we're what? maybe two days since the break-in and Amanda shooting Peter and she seems to have rallied pretty well. Oh, she's fine. She's she's focused she's on new fine. things. Yeah. Amanda's always fine. But also it doesn't seem like Amanda is troubled any longer by said diary from before. No, we've forgotten about that and we've forgotten about Matt. Yeah. Um, okay, so now Michael is talking to Shirley Jones, Mrs. Lewis, and it's like up front, he says that it was his dishonesty that killed the marriage to Megan. It had nothing to do with Megan. Um, and she says something like, well, Megan was always attracted to the other side of the track, so that's what she must have liked in you. It's like, all right, uppity snob, shut yeah, up. Yeah, like all of a sudden she's, I don't know, some blue blood, and she's just like, you know... Ew, Michael. I don't, ugh. Anyway, it was stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I think we're back in Melrose now and Amanda's home. And she decides that, or she doesn't, she she says like she's done staying by Peter. She's not going back to the hospital. Um, and then Kyle, I mean, like Kyle is like stupider by the, the minute here. Yes, he And is. Ryan apparently gains brain cells every time Kyle loses them. <laughs> and Kyle's like, you know, Ryan said something and it really made me think. He said, and I wait for, you know, like the big brainchild. He said, our marriage is in constant turmoil. And he's right. And it's like, yeah, we know. We've been watching the show. Yeah. But, and then, <laughs> so like Amanda gets pissed off because Ryan is clearly off to a bad start asking about Peter, saying this shit to Kyle. But here's the thing. 
Kyle is actually constant turmoil. There was drama with Taylor. There was drama with Sydney. There was drama when he was jealous of Amanda with, with Eric um, Baines. Like, Kyle was always the problem. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so then Amanda goes to take a shower, and Kyle decides to storm off, and he goes to Ryan's apartment, which is Kyle's old apartment until a day earlier. Um, he's yelling at Ryan for butting in with Amanda. Um, and says that, you know, he loves it when there's trouble in his life. And this becomes a fight about uh, their father. So Kyle's dad was also a Marine. He was in Korea. So I guess Kyle was the favored son and Ryan because he was different. Um, The quote unquote pansy who went to college. um, There was always friction between the two of them because one was dad's favorite and the other opted for college over the military and ryan's like you know what i don't need to be here i'm gonna leave first thing tomorrow and um that was quick Kyle, yeah <laughs> good thing he didn't have to move any stuff in <laughs> oh shit <laughs> um so then kyle like steps outside his old apartment is like brooding over the balcony and amanda sees him across uh, the way is kyle the new billy um in some ways, I think he's worse. Mm. The thing you is, kind like, of got a little soft spot for Billy there at the end. I did at the very end. Yeah, like, yeah. He, not, I, I'm not saying he. I'll give the writers the credit. They kind of landed the dismount out of after like six years of like almost perpetual macho shitheadism. Um, and I can't forgive him for everything, but. But in the end, like, at least his entanglements were more enjoyable than the the Kyle stuff, which is, like, basically just watching, like, Tarzan run through mud (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of testosterone, capital T, going on here. But I'll say this. attempts at it, I will say. If I feel like I am more sympathetic to Billy than Kyle, I am still more sympathetic to Kyle than Peter, which is my real problem with the show. <laughs> Point you taken. You can't have this man be so horrible all the time and then keep coming back and telling us, but he is your leading man and we want you to root for him. <laughs> you cannot do both. You never did it with Michael and we loved you and the show for it, but... But you, but you're doing it with Peter. So that's yeah. my, that's 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 my problem. Basically, I just I miss Jake. That's okay. Right. <laughs> we miss um, Jake. Jake, come back. <laughs> uh, okay. So Jane now goes to see Alex Bastion, who is like, I mean, he's in the middle of work. She doesn't. She shows she's up on in the middle of his house. How did yeah. she get in? They're, he's like, well, well, is it, my house? Is it his house or is there it's like a house. shoot or something or an office? It's a space? shoot happening at his house. house. It's his house. It was, it so was his right in. house. Um, and she says, like, his receptionist or assistant is the one, like, she placed one call, and this person, like, gave away his address and PIN number and God knows what else. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's not really happy to see her. No. Um, and so she, she moves forward with, like, saying, well, would you sign with Amanda Woodward Advertising? And... Um, he's like cold to her, so she leaves, and then he yeah, he did, she didn't finesse mind. it at all. No, I mean she has no savvy. 
when no, it comes to this. Very but, bad. Very bad. But though. like none of the writers have any savvy when it comes to anything for any of their characters. So it, it's all the same. Um, and he immediately runs after her and he apologizes. Um, and he describes like what went down in Chicago the night before her wedding as though like there was a real triangle. Like she had to decide between him and Michael the way like Kelly Taylor, Jenny Garth had to decide between Brandon and Dylan throughout 90210. And this is not that. No, he this had a crush totally on her. That. He had a crush on her. They had a one night stand. That's not a claim. Michael did have a claim because he literally had a ring on her finger. Yeah. He's he just put a ring on it. He yeah. put a ring on it. And then the next day he put another ring on it. But anyway. Um so he just watches her go. Like there's Bye-bye. They have softened. Um, but he he watches her go. And so then we're back again. I don't know <laughs> how many scenes we keep going back to in Napa, but um Megan's father's Megan's stroke ridden father, excuse me, uh, the doctor comes to check on him. Um, and then Michael follows him out to get more information, but the doctor says nothing. Yet it sounds like something more is afoot. And we see Shirley Jones looking on cryptically from the window. So we basically know whatever the story is about, like, the stroke that came an hour after finding out his daughter was a prostitute. It's probably not it. It's probably more. Um, and then I guess it, it's the next morning. So Ryan comes to Amanda, uh, to, I guess, give her the key as he's moving out. Oh, I know. He's put together a business plan because he's this financial advisor. Or yeah. Whatever. yeah. Um, he goes, this should keep you financially solvent for six months. Amanda was just about to sign Alex Bastian and give Jane 25% of the whole account. But like, we're still wor- pretending to worry about their money i guess I so mean, yeah uh, anyway amanda has a change of heart and she runs after ryan and she's like come upstairs drink wine with me and and uh she wants to heal their rift and he's like no kyle and i have just too much baggage and she goes no there has to be a solution so she's like come up drink wine and then she's gonna try and convince him to i stay. don't think it's george and wine though. it's probably very much not it's probably george not wine. george and wine um, okay, so then we're back to uh, film noir. Um, <laughs> God, this Lexi is, so is out in the town with Dr. Visconti. Um, she's getting to know him, and of course they have to give him an Achilles heel. He admits he had he didn't just get divorced. He had a bitter and heartbreaking, agonizing divorce. Um, and so Lexi just keeps on like turning the screw, and she invites him up to her apartment for a nightcap. And he actually shockingly says no shockingly not because she has game but because that's not what people in these shows do or in film noir he says no and he actually gives her the card of another doctor to to keep seeing um and then kyle comes home to amanda's and is surprised to see ryan is there and it looks like all is forgiven and blah 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 who cares then we go back up again to napa Oh, Napa. Megan is playing piano, and her mom is sitting by her and reprimanding her like she is a child. And I can already see why Megan had to go. It um, still was, but but we never go back to this. Do, do you, right? No. Like like we we never. So. I really I don't. 
like th- like this never we never saw this happen before we never go back to this again it's just almost she's like uh, mrs partridge is mommy dearest yeah for like this hot second yeah. and then we don't see it again yeah it's definitely like we get uh, a glimmer of no more wire hangers and then we're done right um but but um her defenses are still up because Michael has done some research at the local hospital. I mean, I don't know how any of this works. But I don't either. Um, and he comes over and says, uh, tell me you've violated HIPAA without telling me you violated HIPAA. He comes over and he says that he knows all about what really happened with Megan's dad and that Shirley Jones owes an explanation. And it turns out his stroke was a result of an aneurysm. Not just the news not that Megan was a prostitute. News. Yeah. Not so Megan's like, wait, was his stroke not caused because of the news that I was a prostitute? And uh, her mom was like, no, he knew for months, and only then did he have the stroke. That had nothing to do with your news. Um, and then we get this like similar, I guess, to when Kimberly's mom had to give her big confession about Bob. Um, this is like our neutered version of this. And she's like, I pushed Megan and that's why she ran away. And I pray that you would come home someday. And now you did. And like they embrace and it's like whatever wounds that were are healed. And this is just so dumb. Yeah. Like that's it. Megan came and basically got that closure that she only kind of knew that she needed. And, uh, and that's all. I think we break to commercial and then come back again with Megan and Michael and they're, They've packed up and they're ready to leave the Lewis estate. And it just looks like everyone's relationships are for the better. Um, So she goes to her dad and kisses him goodbye. And I think she says something like, I'm going to make you proud or whatever. This whole thing just feels like something out of Falcon Crest. It just feels like something out of a very lame, earlier generation primetime soap. Not one that was like so good at pushing so many buttons and and pushing the envelope like melrose was in its heyday we we are far beyond that so megan and michael are on the road and jane is in amanda woodward advertising and she's apologizing to amanda that alex bastion just didn't work out and amanda who really is so good at at compartmentalizing everything in this episode (laughs) um he said well why don't you take a look at the conference room because apparently they hired the same non-security at Amanda Woodward that they did at D and D, and Alex Bastion is just hanging and out in the conference house. room. As, I mean, they're they're yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're basically talking about say like I don't know Calvin Klein or Michael Kors or something, and he's very accessible. And um, so she goes into the conference room and. And he's very open to signing with them. And he goes, listen, I will hear all of the ideas you have, but I only want to hear them from Jane, um, meaning from you. He's talking to her. Uh, and he goes, so come to my place, seven tonight. Haba haba. So what's a girl to do? So she's like, okay. And then a man, he leaves and Amanda comes into the conference room and she's like, you chose Michael over that guy? And it's like, yeah, Amanda, arbiter of a great taste in men these days. Um, <laughs> And then Jane's like, yeah, I'm going to have a meeting with him. And Amanda's like, yeah, I know. Seven o'clock his place. I wired the conference. Yeah. 
I think that was the best moment of the entire it is the, episode. It is the best moment. <laughs> because she's now eavesdropping on everybody and her business. Yeah. And I hope that there's more of that. Yes. <laughs> um, I feel like there's a lot of, of Peter and Kyle stuff happening now. Um, Peter is packing himself. I mean, he healed from the gunshot. He's doing In, like great. two seconds. He's doing He's great. Packing his own leather bag. I don't even know where it came from. Um, and he's going to leave the hospital on his own. Like he's checking himself out. Um, so Kyle comes in, but he's on a mission. And he wants to ask Peter why he was in their bedroom the night he got shot. Um, he says that the alibi doesn't make sense. And he like hints that he's onto him, even though he doesn't really know what he's onto. Um, and then on their way out of the room, Lexi sort of saunters over. Um, and I mean, she's like completely psychotic here. She's taunting Peter by saying like hinting that she's got some dirt on him um, and saying like, you're going to come back to me. And then like the gladiators, did, or you know, like in ancient Rome, I'm going to give you thumbs up, thumbs, thumbs down. down. Will that be thumbs thumb up? up? Thumbs, thumbs down. down. And she just says thumbs it a bunch up? of times and keeps thumbs walking. Down. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's like Blanche Dubois. And I know that she's putting it on. <laughs> but still, Lexi's not playing with a full deck. Yeah. And so then she goes into the doctor's office again, even though he's tried to get rid of her. Um, and she puts on this whole act and goes over and she starts kissing him. She gets him on the couch, takes her top off. And then she pretends, like they always do on TV and get away with it, that Peter told her what his secret is um and of course she doesn't but it's a bluff that works it gets the confession out of dr visconti um and you know he's like you're not going to the police and he lets out like the truth about the phony kidnapping um and now that she's gotten the dirt that she needs she gets dressed and then heads out yeah so uh oh dr visconti what's the guy to do um and make michael and megan are driving back down state and he calls jane says he's coming back he misses her a lot and all, all is, is forgiven, forgiven. yeah <laughs> and jane and you know there's kind of a, a tight close-up on jane she goes okay but we're gonna need to talk and he's like okay whatever i was a fool to be mad about us um and jane seems like kind of upset as he's apologizing and then she hangs up and the camera pulls back and we see it's because she's with alex um and he gives him his answer. He's like, yeah, let's give Amanda Woodward advertising a try with you in charge. Um, and they cheers to second chances. So there may not have been a true triangle before, but it looks like Michael is now a part of one now. Um, and those typically don't end well for the women in his triangles, but we'll see if this one, if third time is the charm. Um, okay. Peter and Kyle come back to Melrose and Kyle keeps taunting Peter. It's a lot of people taunting Peter, but quite frankly, he deserves it. Um, he's like, I'm going to figure it all out. I got my eye on you. And so, Shut up, Kyle. Um, in his apartment, Peter opens the suitcase that has all the money and gets a phone call. And it's like Lexi prank calling him from her. A bubble bath you know she's got candles yeah. and wine in the bubble bath and <laughs> she just, you know she just just keeps you know quiet on the phone um and then finally hangs up she's i didn't like, get that 
You do or you don't. I didn't. Like, I didn't get, like... No, this isn't... Like, this isn't point? how you hold something... This is you terrorizing Peter, but this isn't you letting him know you've got shit on him. This isn't you trying to get him back. This isn't you blackmailing him. This is you acting like a 15-year-old kid in high school. Yeah, and I was, I was honestly sitting there, like, screaming at the TV star 69 her ass, Peter. Yeah, that was the next thing I was going to say. <laughs> I'm like, Peter should have just star 69 her. Um, and she says something like, I'm going to make you sweat and then bleed. And that's actually where we end. Like, that's yeah. actually where they think the focus of the episode should be. So, um, in short, no mention of Matt and everything is terrible. The end. Okay, so where do you think the focus of this episode should have been? What Cliffy should we have ended on here? Because I'm, I'm a little like, I don't even know. Well, I think that we should have ended with something going on between Peter and Kyle or Amanda. So yeah. if Kyle's suspicions are raised, then we should either have Peter drop, Kyle drops Peter off at his door and, and then like mutters to himself, to us, like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. And then we do like the slow fade out or Kyle sees Ryan at the apartment, one of theirs and says something like, I know there's something there and I'm going to figure right. it out. Like something like that. I almost wish that it had wrapped Ryan up into it. Cause right now I don't, I don't feel like he's being like, I don't feel like he's being used like to, to the fullest extent here. And I know he's only just been introduced, but I kind of feel like they need to fold him in more. I feel like they've already accelerated him in a good enough amount for me. Um, and I imagine they'll keep doing it starting in the next episode. Right. All right. Um, but I don't I mean, like none of the storylines are good. And you really do feel the absence of the extra characters here. Because we keep going around and around from one storyline to another, even within every segment, more than we ever would have before. Yeah. And yet there still isn't that much more meat yeah, to give. Because no, right. they're, still, they're still, like, spreading these uh, storylines out. Um, so, like, what do we really have? Lexi acting a fool. Jane with this Alex Bastion character. Um Amanda sort of being an accessory to storylines, but not really being prominent in her own. And then like Megan's dumbass thing with Mrs. Partridge. <laughs> so, so that was it. That, that was the episode. I, I don't know that there's anything more to belabor here. No. Me neither. Um, I will say this. I miss Matt. Uh, clearly I miss Jake. And, um, we will not be on the block next week because Doug will actually be in California part of the time. So We're going to the West Coast. So taking next week off and we'll be back later on in Febs. Um, so gives you guys some time to catch up if you're not already caught up on our pod or on Melrose. I think that's it then. Okay, so we're gonna That's... go to um, we're gonna we're 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 gonna go to Hollywood Boulevard, and I think I'm gonna drive. I don't think yeah. uh, you would pass any <laughs> breathalyzer. I'm fine. And we're gonna celebrate more Georgian wine um over in modern times. So please follow us on over to the Boulevard, and uh, we wish you well. Stay good, stay safe, and I'll see you two weeks from now back on the block. Bye. Yeah.